0: Okay, I'm Bob, and uh, again, we start the meeting off by saying that I'm a alcohol-compulsive overeater, and I want people to like me, and um, my problem is definitely, definitely, definitely Bob, and it has to go with the topic, you know, it's really interesting, like a lot of times, the topic is how do I build my self-esteem, right? Think about that, you know, we always hear people are always saying, I want to get better self-esteem, I want more people to like me, I want, you know, I want to... I want to feel good about myself and I want to... But, you know, the thing about self-esteem, it's really, really interesting. What is self-esteem really saying? It's saying, I want to be better than other people. If I only, if I walk in a room and more people like me, or if I dress better, or if I have a better car, if I'm more wealthier. So, in the big book, I was just talking about this before, it says, common sense will become uncommon sense. It's on page 15 in Bill's story. So what is that actually saying? The things in life and the way and we've been directing our lives, and I'm going to relate everything to our addictions, and I always go with the food, the 95% of it fails. 99% of the time when we try to build our self-esteem, it fails. If I could do only this better. So if I get people to like me and I want to build up my self-esteem, there could be 100 people in the room, and I'll be thinking the one person who doesn't like me. So we have the steps, we have this program, you know, we have what's called the spiritual awakening where we don't, common sense becomes uncommon sense, but we're rocking into another dimension of thinking because self-esteem has the word selfish, self in it, right? What does page 62 say? Selfishness, self-centeredness, that is the cause of our problem, right? I mean, if if you get this whole thing with self-esteem because people go to all kinds of... I had shelves full of self-help books. People have all that... They go to all of this professional... All kinds of help, right? If they could only feel better. If they could only, you know, like themselves. The word self... I just said the word selves again. Did you hear it? <laughs> like me. I used the word me. I, my, right? That's finite. That's where the addiction comes in. That's where the... The, the, the gluttony with the food. If only I can have all of this food and fill me up, and then I'll be satisfied. If I could have more money, more success. So the answer is in these, to all, hey, again, uh, even on page 15, it says it about 10 times in the big book, to all my problems. Step one says I was powerless. Over. We could put alcohol, food, and we could put everything in there. So when it comes to our addiction, to, to our addictions, we had to realize where the problem was. We thought we had the power. So if I'm going to sit here and say, I'm not going to eat all of this, this food, I'm not going to, I'm going to not be angry at people, I'm going to get people to like me, up to now it's never worked, right? Our best thinking God is here. Because it all has to do with the self. You know, the self is, so how do I build my self-esteem is the, is the question here. So here, let me read a quote. Here's one quote. To forget oneself is to be aware of all things. Okay. When you walk out of the house and you're in the self, it's always very what's called finite. There's a whole world out there, right? There's the sun, there's the, you know, the moon, there's people, there's the excitement and joy and happiness in nature and all around us and everything. But we miss the whole boat because we're into the, to the self, the ego, easing God out. We make ourselves a higher power. So do I want, again, the question is, I'm saying, do you want to build up your self-esteem? Okay. Is that the way to do it? Has it ever worked? You get more friends, more money. You know, when you get, they're called pleasures. And when you get it on one side, on the other side is much devastation. If I get like a bunch of people to like me, and then the next day they don't like me, well, you know, it's, it's like, it's it's a problem, right? So it's my desires that are cause of the all all the suffering. So what happens is, is here, now we're going to go to the big book and read just what happened when Ebby, Bill's friend, came in. And this is what happened to Ebby. Here, Ebby, it seems here, he built self-esteem. So how did he do it? Not the way I always tried my whole life to do it, and I'm sure most of you there, everything you've tried to do, read it in a book or get dressed better or you know, make yourself look better, right? Get a haircut. All of these things, get a better shiny car. So it says here, what happened Ebby? It says on page nine. So here, Ebby walks in. Now, Bill thought Ebby was, you know, it's still a drunk. He was a down and out drunk, you know, um, the Bowery type. He was a real, you know, real alcoholic. And so, of course, so was Bill. And he was enjoying the fact, because, you know, misery likes company. So he was definitely going to enjoy the fact that here's another guy as miserable as him. You know, you know, that's the way we li- like. We like miserable people. Or we like to make them miserable and make them crazy so we can feel like, hey, we're not the only ones. So he walks in. and But this is what Bill saw when he walked in. The door opened. He stood there, fresh skin and glowing. Fresh skin and glowing. There was something about his eyes. This is a man. This is a man with self-esteem. This is a man that's coming from this this power, this conf- self-confidence, right? We like to get But did he get it in a conventional sense, the way we always try every day to get it? Did he do it through that? Or did he do it a different way? So it says here, he was inexplicably different, what had happened. And it says here, he couldn't even recognize him. Was this Ebby? Because, you know what, I just thought of it right now. In the doctor's opinion, when Bill was there, this is what happened when Dr. Silkworth saw Bill. If we go to the uh, doctor's opinion, on page, I think it's, It was on page 31, Roman numeral 31, XXXI. In the middle of the page, it says, he accepted the plan outlined in this book. What's the plan? Twelve steps. Twelve steps, that spiritual awakening. We got a different way. We got a new way of doing this, how to build our self-esteem and how to resolve all of our problems. We can do it right here, right now. And we're going to have the secret to this resolution of how we can be happy, joyous, and free. And where the problem is, I always say when I start the meeting, my problem is Bob. There's a reason I say it. So what, here's what happened. When, when, when Dr. Silkworth saw, saw him, he said, I knew the man by name. He knew his name, Bill, right? And partly recognized his features. But there was, there all the resemblance ended from a trembling, despairing, nervous wreck. So here we are, we go in, we're full of, you know, the nine-step promises say we will lose fear of people and economic insecurity. But the people, because we're talking here about, I guess, in, in the conventional sense self-esteem so here Bill gained a tremendous amount of self-esteem he looked like a different man he could look people straight in the eye he didn't you know so it says here but before that he was a miserable miserable wreck so anybody listening who thinks they're a miserable 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 wreck wait one second let me just do one thing here okay anybody who thinks that they're a miserable 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 wreck? can have the understanding and comprehension that this is where Bill was. You know, it's like, when we come in here, we're really down. And it's like the 95-pound weakling when he grows up and he becomes like a Mr. America in life, right? Just like he becomes Mr. America. So, then it says here, I knew the man by name and resembled him and recognized his features. but And then it goes on to say, Emerge a man brimming over with self-reliance and contentment. So here we're talking about self-reliance and contentment, right? We're not talking here about, you know, the self, self-esteem. It's self-reliant and contentment. It's, so he had he had developed that inner ability, right? To be it, it, people didn't wouldn't even recognize him anymore. He became re, reborn, reborn a new man. So here we go. So it says here. Um, I talked with him for some time, but was not able to bring myself to feel that I had known him before. This is pretty amazing. This is a miracle. These 12 steps, the man was completely changed in thinking. Here he was, and like a lot of us feel here, we're miserable wrecks. We come into this program, we're really upset, and our lives are, are just, you know, it's just, it's just crazy and where we were at the, the bottom of the heap. And yet we can be better than what we call the so-called, so-called what we think are the regular normal people. So having gratitude for being here, having gratitude for the fact we have these addictions and we can be in this 12-step program. But you know, this AA business is not just, it's not, it's not some kind of people say it's a cult. These 12 steps in this program is something that religious people through the centuries, Eastern Western philosophies, and there are billions of people today who believe in religions and the reason why is because, and, and this, these 12 steps encompasses all the religions and philosophies that I see in this big book. So if somebody says to you, you know, this thing about AA or OA or Narcotics Anonymous, 12-step program, it's all related to the, 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 having that spiritual awakening. Right? As opposed to look, we live in a scientific age, this whole society it's all by the intellect, all the science and everything, so no wonder we we feel we could fix it because science could fix everything else right and and be years ago, they didn't have the science, so they went to the spirituality. Today we have the low hanging fruit look, you can go buy a new computer, a new car, and that's going to make you happy. You can go do all of these things, and you know that but that's momentary pleasure. And that's, that's like the food. Hey, that's a great example. We can eat all the food we want. Can you imagine? We can eat like kings and queens. So we go for the low hanging fruit. So why do we have to become joyful and happy from with the inside? You know, we can get our pleasure and happiness from food, from alcohol, from drugs, from money, and all of these things and all of these luxuries, right? These momentary pleasures. But again, on the other side of the pleasure is just as much despair. How do we know? Well, look at our food addiction. How sick do we get? How do we distort our bodies? All the, ail- I have pages here and articles on all the ailments and all the things that happen and all these additives in the food and the craziness and and the synthetic and the corporations making all the money on us and we were brainwashed. You know, since we were kids and we we're brainwashing our kids. So the point is, is that we had a spiritual awakening, you know, all right, right, with the food, but we made that a higher power. We made all of these things a higher power, but to no avail, we were miserable. Hey, billionaires kill themselves right on the yacht.